Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard. Well, it's all travel all the time here in Rudy Max's World with the Carries. I am Rudy Maxa. Robert and Mary are, well, they're taking the weekend off a little. There, It's, uh, it's their uh, wedding anniversary. They'll join me later this hour, however, with a pre-taped segment. You know, when most people miss a connecting flight, they get very cranky. And if they have to spend the night at an airport, they're likely to be in a very foul mood. But not a woman named Mashid Mazuji. She got stranded at the Charlotte Douglas International Airport in North Carolina this week. And instead of whining, she decided to do the thing that makes her the happiest, which is to dance. She invited airport staff to join in. Someone filmed it. And the video went viral on YouTube. It was edited to the 1983 Lionel Richie hit All Night Long. Perfectly appropriate. Ms. Mizuji's video includes Starbucks employees dancing with her and some very sophisticated editing. The airport sent a Twitter message out with the video link saying it wished all stranded passengers took a misconnection in such good spirits. Oh, and Ms. Mizuji also moonwalked in that video, so you can find it at YouTube. Stuck at Charlotte Douglas Airport all night long. If this is the first time you've heard my voice on the radio, you're listening to America's most listened-to travel radio show. I'm here along with the Carries every weekend looking at travel. We look at travel from a variety of angles, all kinds of different angles. This hour, we're going to start the next segment by meeting Pete Jordan. If the best travel involves a quest, well, Mr. Jordan's quest has got to be among the most unusual. He set out to work as a dishwasher in all 50 states. And yeah, he wrote a book about it. He'll join us at about 18 after the hour. Then Qatar Airways announced this week that it was installing double beds with privacy screens in the business class sections of some of its longer flights. What do you think about that? I'll chat with Tiffany Funk, the managing editor of the travel website called One Mile at a Time. And then we'll have a little fun with that. And then are there places in the world where you can live well on just $1,000 a month? My guest, journalist Bruce Northam, says, yep. And he'll tell us nine places that meet that criterion. That's coming up at 43 minutes past the hour. And I certainly look forward to hearing about those places, $1,000 a month. And then at 52 past the hour, Robert and Mary Carey will chat via tape with the Honey Trek couple, Ann and Mike Howard, who began their honeymoon in January of 2012. So that's what, nearly, well, that's five, well, nearly six years ago. Well, they started their honeymoon in January 2012, and then they decided to just keep on going. They're still on that honeymoon, and they figured out a way to make a living doing that. First, before we uh, meet our first guest, let's check some of uh, this week's news and travel. Last hour, I said the single unluckiest traveler this uh, week, at least celebrity travel, was Tom Price, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, who was pressed to resign the president's cabinet on Friday because of his prolific use of private jets in his new job. You know, that flight from Washington to Philadelphia and back, that was really silly. Anyway, the unluckiest travel company this week was San Francisco-based Uber that has so far not found a way to avoid a ban by London authorities who ordered it to shut down service in London just, well, just before last weekend's show. The ride-sharing company began serving London in July of 2012, and it took London taxi drivers two years to figure out Uber was eating their lunch, or lunches. In March of 24, 
Black cabbies in London staged a public protest against Uber, which only served to publicize Uber even more. Signups to the app surged 850% following the taxi protest. There's no secret why Uber thrived in London and in other cities. Their fares are, its, its fares are often uh, undercut drastically local taxi fares. So by this month, Uber had 115,000 drivers in London. And it was under attack for clogging the city's streets, for not having adequate background checks of drivers, for not reporting criminal instance, instances to the police, for not treating drivers and employ, as employees. Transport, I'm not saying all those things are true, but those were charges. Transport for London, that's the city's regulatory agency, told Uber would not renew Uber's license to operate. And at the very same time, it banned a Chinese-based ride-sharing company from operating in London three days after the company announced it intended to challenge Uber in London. Didn't even get the office open, it sounds like. Well, it's clear London authorities have soured on London. Uh, New York City cab drivers only hope that someday they can be that lucky. The value of their medallions, which permit them to drive a cab that they have to buy in order to drive a cab, has plummeted since the invention of ride-sharing services and their beginning in New York City. Drivers used, to be, drivers used to be able to sell their medallions for as much as a million dollars or more. Now they're lucky to be able to sell one for 200000 That's how much the ride-sharing services have devalued uh, cab drivers or the job of driving a cab in New York. As of Friday, this Friday, more than 800,000 people have signed a petition demanding London authorities reverse their decision and let Uber be Uber. Uh, and uh, we'll see if Transport for London, if there's room for uh, negotiation. And by the way, the uh, um, the new CEO, who used to be CEO of Expedia.com, of Uber, will be meeting in London on Tuesday with uh, with uh, Transport for London to try to see if there's some ground for negotiations here. Airbnb this week expanded its portfolio from booking lodging and some travel experiences for travelers to include a booking service for restaurants. They'll make your reservations for you. Now, if I were OpenTable.com or any of those other restaurant reservation websites and apps, I'd be feeling a little bit nervous. While Airbnb has nowhere near the portfolio of participating restaurants that its more established competition does, it does have millions of users and the clout to grow bigger in a hurry. Watch that space and bon appetit. Airports around the world on Thursday experienced service problems when the giant computer system that handles passengers and luggage issues called Amadeus went on the fritz. From Southwest Airlines to Qantas and Air France, from London to Tokyo, passengers were delayed for about 20 minutes. Now, that may not sound like a long time, but a 20-minute delay can drastically affect folks who have to make connections. It also throws off a good part of an airline's schedule worldwide that depends on aircraft being on the ground or in the air when they're scheduled to be. Regular patrons of Uber and Lyft have long been asked to rate their drivers for a ride. Were they helpful? Were they conversational? Was the car clean? Lyft even will ask you if you thought your fare was unreasonable and then give you a list of reasons to say it wasn't, such as a driver took a circuitous route. Well, you may be aware that drivers rate you as a passenger, too. Get too many bad reviews, and you can be prevented from summoning future rides from that company. Uber just updated its what-went-wrong capability for drivers, not for passengers, for drivers. What behavior might get you a less than five-star rating? Well, making a driver wait too long, your attitude, whether you demanded the driver take another route that made no sense to uh, him or her. If you get tagged twice in a month with the same complaint, you'll receive a notice from Uber that your behavior is irritating drivers and that'll affect your rating. Hmm. That uh, drivers have long been able to rate you, but this is the first time they've been able to specify what they don't like about you as a passenger. I'm betting there are a lot of other folks in the service industry who would appreciate the same ability to critique customers. Last hour, we talked about two guests with, the uh, with two guests about the future of space travel for passengers like you and me. 
One estimate says that'll be a reality in 18 months. But I mentioned Elon Musk's Elon Musk's excuse me announcement of a, a conference in Australia this week that he plans to build a huge rocket that will carry people to Mars by 2024, about 10 years before NASA thinks it's possible. But he also wants to do city to city service. How about New York City to China in 37 minutes by rocket? Yep, you go out on a boat outside Manhattan and get on a floating. Uh, launching pad and you're there in 20 in 27 minutes to london or 37 to shanghai no charge for that brief weightlessness you'll uh, feel we'll be right back here in rudy max's world after this short break connect with us on facebook twitter and instagram at rm world travel connect with america's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at rudymaxa.com stay tuned we'll be right back If you toss and turn at night, waking up achy and sore, you may want to get a Casper mattress. Casper's comfort foams guarantee you'll sleep cool and provide pressure relief and spinal alignment, keeping you balanced in cushiony comfort. Casper's support foam brings it all together with long-lasting durability. Casper ships for free, so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love it? They'll pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 toward the purchase of your mattress by using code RUDY at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. Find the link at rmworldtravel.com. Ama Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Ama Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a Link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Membership starts at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RUDY and get 10 percent off or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. This portion of the program is sponsored by carshield.com. Whether you're headed to grandma's house, back in the carpool lanes, or driving the daily commuter just on the road for a weekend getaway, the last thing you need in your life is an unexpected car repair, costing hundreds, perhaps thousands of dollars to fix. Which is why we suggest getting extended vehicle service protection from CarShield. A new water pump could set you back over $500. Replacing your AC can cost as much as $1,500. A new engine could cost over $5,000. No, please, don't do that to me. 
Get covered with CarShield, the ultimate in extended vehicle service protection. It's affordable protection that can save you thousands for a covered repair. And it's not just mechanical repairs. Your car's computer, GPS, electronics, and more. Uh, all those, even a simple repair to a sensor can cost over $1,000 these days. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work, and CarShield will get the mechanic paid directly. No hassles, no worries about you being reimbursed. Sign up today. You'll get the VIP treatment from CarShield's administrators, 24-7 roadside assistance, and a rental car while yours is in the shop. Save yourself from high repair bills. Get covered by CarShield before something goes wrong. Call 800-CAR-6100. 800-CAR-6100. Mention promo code Rudy to save 10%. Or log on to carshield.com. And again, use promo code Rudy, my first name, R-U-D-Y, to save 10%. You can also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. My next guest... My next guest, well, he one day decided he needed to be on a quest. His name is Pete Jordan, and he's written a book called Dishwasher, One Man's Quest to Wash Dishes in All 50 States. Well, there you go. That sort of explains it. Um, he joins us. He's living in Amsterdam now with his wife, where he runs a bicycle shop, I understand, Pete. Is that correct? Uh, well, actually, no longer. No, no bicycle, bicycle shop, shop anymore? No. Okay. All right. Well. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me just fine? I can. Good. All right. Well, let's back up. You actually, you actually, out of college, found some satisfaction in washing dishes in restaurants, uh, something you said uh, that your dad wasn't thrilled about because it ranked, dishwashing apparently ranked so low on, the, on a job desirability index that someone did. Uh, it ranked 735th out of 740. Only envelope stuffer, prostitute, drug dealer, fortune teller, and beggar were lawyer. So what were you thinking way back then? Um, yeah, I was looking for a job. had to work and uh, had no skills. I'd been fired from a number of jobs already. Had, uh, and, yeah, I found myself in a dishwashing job, and I realized they couldn't fire me. They were... No matter how late I showed up, no matter how scruffily dressed I was, they uh, were so grateful that someone was doing the work. All right, and you you continued that for a while. Yes, I started washing dishes, and I realized that uh, I really liked it, and I also wanted to start traveling. I'd lived in San Francisco my whole life, and I wanted to start traveling around the U.S., and found that there was plenty of jobs to do all over the U.S., and as a way for me to, uh, to afford to be able to do it and an excuse to do it. So did you did you look in want ads for these for these positions, or do you just walk into a restaurant and say you need a dishwasher, and one time out of ten they'll say yes? Well, back in those days, I you still see a help wanted sign in the window. So I'd walk around town. I'd get off the Greyhound bus, walk around town, look in the newspaper for for jobs. And by the end, because I started writing about this and had a little magazine, people started uh, offering me jobs, which was a bit bizarre. <laughs> and did you, did you, when you were in those cities, when you weren't working, did you avail yourself of the opportunity to visit the place and get to know it? Oh, very much. I spent a lot of time walking around America's cities and was very curious about America and just wanted to keep traveling and see as much of it as possible. I, growing up in San Francisco, I, I wanted to get out and see the rest of the country. And when did you decide that you were going on a quest to hit 50, all 50 states? Well, one job I was at, some of the other guys in the kitchen were talking about the various jobs that they'd had around the country, mm-hmm. and I felt a little left out. I'd only had two dishwashing jobs at that point, and I was quite uh, uh, 
taken by the glamour of washing dishes all around the country. And so I announced to these two guys I was working with that I was going to wash dishes in all 50 states. I really wanted to, uh, to stamp my, my myself on all each state. And, it, yeah, I just immediately saw all the opportunities that I could do, and I ended up washing dishes in ski resorts and on oil rigs off the coast of uh, Louisiana and uh, fish canneries in Alaska and yeah, country clubs. Let me add to that list a kosher nursing home, a commune, a hospital, the Lawrence Welk Resort in Branson, Missouri, a Rhode Island dinner train where someone had neglected to fill the water tanks. Yes. <laughs> that is a fascinating list uh, for a resume of a, of a dishwasher. Now, when you were doing this 50 States, did you think, ah, I'll do a book someday? Well, I started first uh, just writing letters to friends. This was back in the early 1990s. And because um, to, to my other fellow dishwasher friends, and then it started. I started photocopying it into a zine, little hand-printed uh, magazine, and passing that around to my friends, or walking to the back doors of restaurants and handing it to other dishwashers. And then some uh, people I didn't know started writing to me asking if they could also get a copy, which I thought was pretty weird because well, uh, they weren't dishwashers and they weren't friends of mine, but people seemed to enjoy my writing. So I continued doing printing more and more copies. So I was printing ten thousand copies. Which no, was quite hard since I was just living out of my duffel bag. No, riding the Greyhound bus around the country. Ten thousand copies of your dishwasher little magazine. Now let, let me ask. It's not such a little magazine, yeah. by the way, these days. Let me ask you. And by the way, if you just tuned in, you wonder what the heck we're talking about. We're talking with Pete Jordan. Uh, we've reached him in his home in Amsterdam. He uh, washed dishes professionally in fifty states and wrote a book about it called uh, Dishwasher: One Man's Quest to Wash Dishes in All Fifty States. Simple enough. Um, I want to ask you something. Yeah. You know, I I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, I bought some real fancy dishwasher, you know, and, and it said, whatever, the instruction said, don't rinse your dishes off before, before putting them in the dishwasher. And I know you've worked with many dishwashers as well as hand-washing dishes. Mm-hmm. What's the theory behind that? Do you know? Between, behind not rinsing your dishes? Right. Why would a dishwasher manual say, don't rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? I guess they wanted to, to brag on how good their product is. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I've got a fr- Go ahead, I'm sorry. I've never used a home dishwasher myself. But, uh, I think dishwashing machines are wonderful in restaurants when you're dealing with hundreds of dishes uh, at a time. But at home, nothing beats uh, hand di- washing dishes by hand. I have a friend who, who, before she puts her dishes in this very expensive dishwasher she has, very sophisticated one, mm-hmm. She washes, she fills her, her sink up with soapy water and hands washer, washes her dishes and put, then puts them in the dishwasher. Is that, does she need clinical help or uh, would you, or what do you think about that as a professional dishwasher? I don't know about clinical help, but uh, some kind of help, yes. Uh, <laughs> seems like a waste of time and a waste of energy. Now, I tell her it's a waste of water. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't believe me. Well, if she's listening, I hope uh, she's taking, because she's talking to an expert here. Um, uh-huh. Now, is yeah, she's there already something... doing the fun stuff by washing it by hand. Leaves she's the machine what? out of it. She's already doing the fun part by washing him, washing the dishes by hand. She should leave the machine out of it. Okay, I'll I'll pass that along to her. Now, is there something? I mean, is there something Zen-like from washing dishes in a you know in a commercial establishment where there's a lot of work and it's and and it's just you and the soapy water and a brush or a whatever? Is there is there something? that speaks to your inner self, or is it just a job? 
Well, uh, there's something about it that appealed to me. A lot of people like to, to focus on the, as- the Zen aspect of it when they're washing dishes at home because they uh, like to tune out everything else and just focus on the action that they're involved in in the moment. But yeah, that's difficult you, to do when you're at the, uh, the place where people are barking at you that they need more silverware and people are bustling around and running into you. Uh, now, now I, I presume you wash all your dishes at home by hand. I do. Okay, and and if if and, and have you gone to any restaurants lately? Do you still drop in for fun? Um, I prefer not to eat in restaurants. I, I know what happens behind the scenes there, so I try to stay away from restaurants myself. Pete, that's a whole nother show here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want. To, I don't know that I want to hear it. Um, but what you have an expression for for. Uh, dishwashers who, or actually people in the back of the house who will eat off other people's plates. What is that expression? Well, it's the bus tub buffet. Bus so, tub you know, the bus buffet. tub is that uh, plastic tub of uh, dirty dishes that comes back to the dishwashing area, the dish pit. Right. And, yeah, it's, uh, that's how I ate many of my meals, picking through uh, the old bus tub. Do you miss that? Um, actually, I do. Because I'm pretty lazy about cooking myself. So all those years when I was washing dishes, I, I loved having food prepared for me, whether it's in a restaurant or not. Pete Jordan, a dishwasher, one man's dish, one man's quest to wash dishes in all 50 states. There's always a reason to travel. Stick around. We'll be right back to talk about these double beds that Cutter Airways is putting in its plane. Join Rudy Max's world with the carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere MyPillows that are perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, enter promo code Rudy, or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. You've heard us talking for several years about Dollar Shave Club's razors, but did you know they offer so much more? Everything for your hair, face, skin, and shower delivered right to you. And now you can try it all. Get their first month starter set, which includes travel size shave butter, body cleanser, wipes, and a month of their best razors for just five bucks. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few dollars a month. Get your starter set for five dollars exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy, dollarshaveclub.com slash Rudy, or find a link at rmworld.com. Travel.com under sponsors. Lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. In just a minute, we'll consider this announcement this week by uh, Cutter Airways that they're going to install some double beds in their, well, seats that will fold down to double beds with privacy screens that will raise up so that you can, with a big quilt over you and pillows, the whole thing. Uh, but first, let me tell you that uh, this segment of the show is sponsored by Casper.com. If you're not sleeping on a Casper mattress, 
What's stopping you? And all the tossing and turning at night, waking up achy and sore, your old mattress may be the problem. That's why we say get a Casper mattress. You'll be sleeping coolly and comfortably and waking up with a smile on your face. Casper uses design feedback from more than 500,000 customers like us in creating a remarkably supportive bed. Their comfort foams guarantee you a sleep You'll sleep cool and provide the right pressure relief and spinal alignment, keeping you perfectly, perfectly balanced in cushiony comfort. Well, it just sounds wonderful. And Casper's support foam brings it all together with long-lasting durability. Plus, what we really like is Casper lets you try it for 100 nights in your own home, risk-free. They'll also ship it to you for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds a mattress, making it easy to get anywhere in your house. And if for any reason you don't like it, Casper will actually come pick it up and refund you everything, no questions asked. So get the great night's sleep you deserve by getting a Casper. That's like Casper the Friendly Ghost, C-A-S-P-E-R. Just go to Casper.com and use code Rudy, Max, Rudy my first name, R-U-D-Y, and save 50 bucks. Or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. But remember, save $50 by putting my name, R-U-D-Y, in there. So as I said, uh, Qatar Airways uh, announced this week that on some of their long-haul flights in Europe and soon between New York and Paris, they're going to install uh, beds that will, excuse me, business class seats that will fold down into a double bed. And in the uh, promotional uh, spot I saw for that on, on the airline's website, it was a woman wearing Muslim headdress, reading a nighttime story to her little girl who was lying down in one of the beds while mom was sitting up reading her a book. Um, I presume there are other people who could think of other things to do with a double bed in an airplane. I asked Tiffany Funk to join me. She's the managing editor of One Mile at a Time. It's a very popular website for all things involving uh, travel. Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, my first question is, are other airlines going to have to follow this, do you think? Well, it's interesting because there are actually already two airlines that have double beds in their premium cabins. Really? So Singapore, yes. uh, They don't. No one is as good at marketing as Qatar Airways, so (laughs) you may have not heard of them. Singapore Airlines has operated a double bed in first class on their A380 for years and years. Uh, China Eastern just took delivery of a new 777-300 where they have double beds in their first class as well. So this is the first time we've seen this in business class, but it's not a completely unheard of concept for an airplane in general. And do uh, do you remember MGM Grand Air? I think that might be a little bit before my time. It may but, be. MGM uh, <laughs> Grand used to serve L.A. and New York, and a lot of show business people flew it. I flew it a number of times, and they had two. Uh, they had four seats, of two sets of two pods of four seats, two two and two facing each other, and they would fold down. They'd bring you a comforter, and they would actually close doors on you. Um, I mean, I, I think it's just – it certainly is a pleasant way to travel, and if you're a couple, it's a great way to, you know, snuggle up while you're you're flying. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who – who might have other thoughts about that. But I do like the idea of mom reading the daughter a bed, a, a, a story in bed. Is this something that you think Cutter's uh, rivals are going to have to follow? Um, I mean, yes and no. Uh, there's a bit of a different approach to how different airlines are approaching business class. In general, the approach has been uh, for more privacy. You know, we see um, most True. carriers now are offering direct access for every seat in business class. We see big dividers. Um, what's interesting with the seats that Qatar has put in, they haven't removed any seats from their business class cabins. So they've changed these seats and just configured them in a way so they don't take up any more space than what they already had. Okay. They've just shimmied them a bit and had these dividers. So while in some cases they're marketing them as, look, you can have this double bed, 
That's very few seats in the cabin, and those seats can still convert to having complete privacy for solo travelers. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you were saying with the marketing material showing the mom and the daughter, this is actually probably the best business class product for families that there, that there could possibly be. You mean Qatar Airways generally or this particular uh, development? This particular configuration. And the challenge is, is anyone who's flown um, these more private business class products with a child can attest to is it's really difficult to interact. Um, right, because, because you're, the, the seats are... On privacy. Right, the seats are far away. I mean, it's luxurious if you're traveling alone or with someone you can actually don't need to talk to in the flight, but they are far away. So if you have a child, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's difficult. When my husband and I travel together in business class, we'll generally sit on the window side, one in front of the other. When we've had my nieces and nephews with us, it's like, where do you put the kids? Because you can take the center seats, but you can't really interact. Mm-hmm. So there's a smartness to how Qatar is marketing this as, look, there's a mom and her, there's her child right there. Because families who have been flying business class, which this plane is currently flying between Doha and London, and there are a lot of families paying for business class on that route. Um, It's been a problem. That is an excellent point, Tiffany. I'm so glad uh, you brought that up. It would be perfect for a pretty small child who doesn't want to be away from his or you know his or her parent. It is a great thing. Well, okay. Well, we'll watch this and see what happens. I uh, I, uh, I I think it's a great idea, um, and we'll see how popular it is. It'll be interesting, and the way that they're also grouping it so that these center seats can become groups of four rather than just two is also interesting. So, whether they're marketing it to a whole family or a group of colleagues, it is very different. Right. Tiffany Funks, Managing Editor of OneMileAtATime.com. Check it out. I'm Rudy Maxa. We're going to come right back with Bruce Northam, who's going to tell you about nine places where you can live comfortably on $1,000 a month. Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Welcome to A Dash of Salt, where we debunk myths and shake up what you think you know about salt. Myth number one comes from Michael T. The older you get, the less salt you should have. Everyone knows that. Okay, let's shake it up. Here's the truth. In older people, a low-salt diet could actually be bad. It could result in a lack of thirst, which leads to dehydration. Also, getting the right amount of salt can help reduce confusion or loss of cognition. I hate being wrong, but that's actually pretty awesome. It's true. Everything's better with a little salt. Join us next time on A Dash of Salt and find out more at alittlesalt.org. Welcome to A Dash of Salt, where we debunk myths and shake up what you think you know about salt. Myth number one comes from KDP. Um, salt is bad for everyone on the planet, and no one even needs that, because, like, I read that on a blog. Okay, let's shake it up. Here's the truth. Everyone needs salt. Like we need water, salt is essential to human life. It can help keep our muscles strong and brain running smoothly. In fact, it's actually one of the nutrients that makes every cell in your body function. And that's pretty important, right, Katie? Um, I guess. Everything's better with a little salt. Find out more at a alittlesalt.org. You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know, when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about Relief Factor. 
Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort, because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more, and stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Sooner or later, your car will break down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, something like a new engine could cost you over $5,000. That's why we suggest getting extended coverage from CarShield.com. They make the process easy. You select your favorite mechanic or get the work done at a dealership, and CarShield does the rest by paying them directly. Call 800 car 6100 and mention code Rudy or carshield.com and use code Rudy to save 10%. For info, go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Get out the map, get out the map and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. Where in the world can you live very well on $1,000 a month? I'll tell you in just a moment. Actually, my guest will tell you in just a moment. This portion of the program is sponsored by DollarShaveClub.com forward slash Rudy. No, I don't own the club. That's a discount thing. For a great shave at a great price, delivered right to your door, make the smarter choice. Join dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Rudy, as Robert and I have. They offer more than just razors. They make their own high-quality personal and grooming products, everything for your hair, face, skin, and shower. A Dollar Shave Club has all your bathroom needs delivered to your door. When shopping in a store for all that stuff, there are too many options. If you have any questions, it's not like the clerks are experts on the products. That's why we use dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Rudy for almost everything. Razors, body cleanser, hair gel, even hygiene wipes. Dollar Shave Club is changing the game with their premium ingredients and sophisticated scents to help us look and feel amazing. Right now, you can try it out. All you got to do to get your first month starter kit that includes travel size shave butter, body cleanser, hygiene wipes, and a month of their best razor for just $5 is to contact them. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. Don't miss out. Get your starter set for just $5 today exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Rudy. You can find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Bruce, uh, Bruce North, North, Northam is an old friend of mine. We met on a cruise long, long time ago. And he uh, speaks a lot and travels, travels a whole lot, um, is the author of The Directions to Happiness, 135 Country Quests for Life Lessons. Ruth, you've been to 135 countries? Uh, that's about 100 since I last saw you. You know, I've, uh, I've been, I'm up to like 150 now. And it's funny, mm. since we're talking about countries where you can live for $1,000 a month, we're definitely going to talk about the article I wrote for Thrillist, but I'm recently back from the Republic of Georgia. And that is a place I can testify for sure. You can live for a thousand bucks a month. A nice apartment is 150 bucks a month. And what was so amazing about Georgia was that usually when a gigantic draft beer costs 75 cents and a meal with meat and fresh vegetables costs two dollars, 
It means you're in India or Cambodia and you're going to have stomach issues. In Georgia, you can drink, in the Republic of Georgia, you can drink the tap water and eat everything. Never one problem. All right. We only have, this is a short segment, Bruce. We only have about four minutes. And I want to go down some of these countries because what strikes me about some of it is the cost to rent a one bedroom in Armenia, 140 to $230 a month. Let's start with Armenia. Let's just go down uh, okay, real I'll, fast. I'll run, because I'll run through. I'll run through for you. Go. My highlights of the 10 countries I wrote about. Please do. Armenia, you can go to a world-class opera for six bucks. Okay. Don't sell and, me on each one. Just give me one example because otherwise we won't get through them. Got it. Okay. In Bolivia... Um, a, a meal can be seventy-five cents. Cost Fiji. to rent an apartment, one bedroom, two ten to two ninety a month. Fiji. Fiji, the most expensive uh, country on the list. The most important thing about Fiji, in my opinion, is the opiate of the masses. There is called kava. It's doubles as an antidepressant, a stimulant, a mood elevator, and it's basically free as you walk around the villages. <laughs> I've drunk that. It's bitter. Grenada or Grenada. Uh, Grenada. It's the true Caribbean. Um, it's probably, probably the mo uh, most least expensive place in the Caribbean. There's no franchises. Um, there's no Mick mansions. It's just the real true Caribbean. So this one bedroom between three ten to four hundred a month, which as you say is the most expensive on your list, are these livable apartments? Nice apartments? Yes. Yeah, the livable. Okay. Remember, you're not you're not paying for um, you're really not paying for heat or air conditioning. True. In the breezy parts of the, of the Caribbean, so yeah, totally livable. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about turndown service, but <laughs> right, livable. L Laos, you said Americans are welcome in, by Laotians. Cost of a local draft beer a dollar twenty five. One bedroom rental one seventy to three hundred per month. Montenegro. And well, 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 in Laos, by the way, there's places like Vang Vien, which are just incredibly beautiful places, riverside, limestone, karst peaks, hmm. like the, 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 the best eye candy in Southeast Asia. Okay, Montenegro, uh, Let's because you've got 45 seconds of Nepal, Montenegro, Nicaragua, Zimbabwe. Yeah, Montenegro, incredible. The, the Adriatic coast is like Italy, and then inland, it's like former Soviet Republic. Nepal, sandwiched between India and China, two countries which are a head trip. La uh, Nepalese people are incredibly mellow and soothing. Nicaragua, surf lessons, 10 bucks an hour. And Zimbabwe, the world's second highest bungee jump bridge. <laughs> All right, so for folks who couldn't write these down fast enough, where can they find this? It's, uh, just go to thrillist.com and search... Nine countries, $1,000, Bruce Northam. It's also mm -hmm. on my website, AmericanDetour.com. By the way, $12,000 a year um, it can, is, is poverty in the USA. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm very aware of that. Hey, Bruce Northam, thanks for stopping in. Coming up next, Robert and Mary talk to Ann and Mike Howard, the honey trekkers who started years ago on their honeymoon and haven't stopped traveling on their honeymoon. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Welcome back, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast, and we appreciate you sticking around for the final segment of this week's show. Well, we've certainly had Rudy doing all the heavy lifting today, as Mary and I have taken a long weekend to travel and celebrate our wedding anniversary. Before, however, we get to a couple known as Honey Trek, we want to share that today's program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. We do. Travel Pro created the rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they are the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers. They stand behind their products with lifetime warranties, and regardless of wherever your next destination is, one of the most important items to ensure a successful trip is quality luggage. You know, that is so true. Folks, the next time you're traveling, look around the airport or a train station and notice how many people are using Travel Pro luggage. It's a lot. There's a reason for this, as certainly having good, affordable luggage is so important when you travel. If you're in the market for new luggage or you're looking for a perfect gift, look no further than Travel Pro luggage. You can find them at TravelPro.com. They'll have all the retailers. Or go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, this is the fourth appearance for Mike and Ann Howard on the show as they were last on with Robert and me back on our February 11th show earlier this year. This is the couple known as Honey Trek, and in short, they got married six years ago, went on their honeymoon, and basically never came back. They're on the world's longest honeymoon, having visited all seven continents and 60 or so countries. Now they've put many of those travels into a new book from National Geographic called Ultimate Journey for Two, Extraordinary Destinations for Every Continent. Let's head to the phones and welcome the Howards. Mike, and welcome back to the show for your fourth appearance. How are you both today? Great, thank you. Good to be here. Well, good to have you here with us. Uh, so since our show segments, they do move along pretty quickly, let's get right into your new book. Uh, it's an enjoyable read, you guys. Uh, the photos are on point. They're engaging. You know, it's been about six years or so since you were married, and the honeymoon continues, but now you're sharing your adventures with everyone. So what stimulated your aha moment for the book? Well, National Geographic actually approached us because they had never done a book on couples' adventure travel, and they saw that not every couple just wants to flop on the beach, and it was about getting out there and having adventures and making memories through experience. Okay, so one of the things I really liked about this book is that you feature power couples that you've met along your travels, and they've actually, a few of them, contributed to some of the respective chapters. Mike, why don't you tell us maybe one or two that really stuck out for you that are still memorable? Oh, man. You can't ask me to pick a favorite power couple, but I will say that in every chapter of the book, so all 11 chapters, we've got a power couple in there, somebody that really makes travel a part of their life. We have some couples that have been full-time on the road for 16 years, one of them. Other people work in the travel industry, but everybody in the book has seen literally thousands of places, you know, cumulatively, and we ask each of them to pick their one favorite place, which was incredibly tough, and that's the question everyone wants to know for us, too. Right. And we know how hard that is to answer, but we give them each a chapter, and then they also bring in their own couple's advice. And we just wanted to kind of share the love in the travel industry and get different yeah. mindsets in there and show that it's not just us, you know, out there exploring like this, that there's a lot of couples doing it. And I'm curious, either one of you, and Mike, who did you write the book for? My point, from start to finish, you devoted sections to couples' adventures and couples' advice. As the Honey Trek couple, is it couples that you were targeting, or are you targeting just all adventure travelers? I mean, really, the destinations are all, would all be incredible for solo travelers. Many would be wonderful for families. But it was, there aren't as many books about couples out there. And that's right. more than the majority of people traveling are couples. It's you know, 55% or so. Mm -hmm. So and then they weren't being spoken to. So and the idea is that we think adventure is romantic. So even for some of these sort of wilder places, we have a honey trek tip, which is what we learned from the experience to make it better for you, and a romantic tip because there's always a way to 
to make a place that much well, more Well, let's special. jump on that yeah. a second right now. I mean, either one of you, maybe give us, we don't want you to give the book away, but maybe there are two travel tips each that you've learned, you know, on your honeymoon travels, you know, around the globe over these years. Do you want to share them with us? I mean, get, getting local, really. I mean, and we've seen so many gorgeous mountains and beaches, but really it's the people that make every place so special. So make those efforts to, you know, do a homestay for every place you stay, be it an Airbnb within uh, within a local home or sharing a meal through somebody. We have some great resources in our Get Smart section, like Bon Appetit is a way for you to yeah. organize a, a meal with a family or cook with them. And, and that really shows the, the essence of a place, is the, getting to know the people. Mike, in about um, 20 seconds, do you have one for us? Yeah, I've got one for you. Inside your toiletry kit, make a small little travel bottle and fill it with bubble bath. And also throw in two or three little tea light candles and a pack of matches, and that will instantly make any hotel. Instant romance. Hey, my, that's a great a, idea. I'm, I'm ending that, <laughs> and since it's our honeymoon weekend, we're gonna, uh, well, our anniversary weekend of the honeymoon, we're going to enjoy that. Maybe that's a good idea. So, uh, and tell everyone where you can find the book and where they can connect with you and Mike online. Ultimate Journeys for Two uh, is available within the Honey Shark website, and we can sign it for you, actually. So let us know who you want it to go to. It's also available anyone getting married. It's a great gift, and it's also available on Amazon. Well, Anne and, and we're both sold. Anne and Mike, always great to speak with you. Safe travels, and thanks for the tips and the time today. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Take care. All right. Anne and Mike Howard. And again, folks. Always fun to have them always on. Always is. The book is Ultimate Journeys for Two. And you'll find that, uh, again, it's by National Geographic. Well, Mary, happy anniversary to you happy this weekend. Happy anniversary. That was a great segment to end with. It was. And yeah. thank you for the best 22 years of my life oh, so far. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. On the air, I've well, got that. Thank got you. That, yes. You know what? You as well. <laughs> thank you very yes, much. Yes, happy anniversary. That. Folks, next week, Mary and I will be back with you in our New York area studio live. Along with Rudy, he'll be up in his home base in Minnesota. As the Travel Trio returns to full strength. Until then, that's going to do it for today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Special thanks to all our guests who appear on the show with us today. Thanks to our show team for helping Mary, Rudy, and me put the program together and to get it to you. To all our network affiliates and sponsors, and certainly to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.